Father, we thank you. We ask and we say, there is illumination. The eyes of our understanding is enlightened. We say there is no confusion in this atmosphere. We say we behold you as we see ourselves in you. We say there is clarity. There is light. Our minds are fixed on his grace and our minds are stable on his love. We can behold and comprehend the mysteries of Christ clearly in the name of Jesus. Amen. You're not saying amen like you mean it. Amen. amen. You sure? You ready? 2 Timothy 3 verse 14. He must continue in the things which thou wish he, he must continue the things he had learnt, knowing of whom he has learnt them from. That is you, a preacher of the gospel. So the things he has heard, the things he has learned from Paul, the things you have learned, you continue in it. And as you have seen, it is a function of faithfulness. A function of faithfulness and diligence. How faithful are you to the message? How faithful and committed and diligent are you with the gospel? How? How faithful? He must be faithful. He must be diligent. He must be faithful. He must be diligent. He must ensure he is trained. He must ensure he is taught the arts of Bible interpretation. He must ensure that he pays attention to details. A preacher, a student of God's word, must learn to pay attention to details. You must learn to pay attention to details. You must learn to pay attention to details. You must be vast in explaining the scriptures. You must know how to even answer questions concerning the scriptures. You must not, the ability to explain text should be found via your training, via the training you've received. That is where your ability to explain a text is found. And we've been saying about the rules of Bible interpretation. And we've been saying that some rules govern Bible interpretation. And we've said the objective of language is what? Uh, objective of language is what? Communication. The objective of language is communication. And we say it in understanding that we must understand the writer and his what? Intent. The writer and his intention. Ah. The text and his what? The application. Hey. His construction. Let's go again. The writer and his what? Intention. The text and his what? Construction. The reader and his appraiser of both the writer's intention in the text and his construction and presentation. Hallelujah. So, 
The Bible is written in, in regular language. And the fact remains that there is one-to-one -one correspondence in translating between languages. Let me also add this, that success in interpreting a text would arise from understanding the times in which the text was written. Success in interpreting a text would arise from understanding, would arise from his understanding of the times in which the text was written, the culture, the use of figure of speech. Success in interpreting a text would arise from his understanding of times in which the text was written, the culture, the use of figure of speech, it will also evolve the writer's the figure of speech. Let me, let me just give you that one. So, we said the Bible is written in words and is expedient on the reader to have understanding of the words. I will say the three characters in interpretation is the author, who is called the encoder, the text, also called the code, the reader, who is what? The decoder. And we're studying what determines the text. We said the text is called the code. And the author used the text to communicate this intention or thoughts. And I explained to you semantics. And we saw some examples in semantics. So let's proceed to the reader. So we've seen the text. Now let's see the reader. That is you, the reader. The reader. The reader is who? The what? Me. No. The decoder. The decoder. Me. Me, God. The reader is called what? The decoder. Now, the reader is to bring out the thoughts of the writer. The reader is to bring out the thoughts of the writer. The reader is to bring out the thoughts of the writer. If we need to interpret what the writer is saying in each word, statement or phrase, the writer is to bring out the thoughts of the writer. If we need to interpret what the writer is saying in each word, statement or phrase, the reader can also give meaning to what the writer is saying. So this is a problem we now have. Because the reader can be biased and want to choose his own opinion. Are you getting this? The reader can now be like, oh, 
I want to, this is how I want to explain a text. This is what I see in this text. It can be biased in its interpretation. So it is dangerous as it brings out bias in understanding of applicability. So this means that the writer adds the reader, sorry, has the potential to infuse his views and an influence. It's just like saying the reader has the ability to infuse his own opinion to what he's saying. So that is where we have a problem because the reader has to be careful. The reader has to understand what he is saying. For instance, let's look at Luke, 20, Luke 14, verse 26. Luke 14, 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 verse 26. Don't forget, we are still studying Bible hermeneutics. Now, look at it. What is he saying? If any man comes to me and hates not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sister, yea, and his own life, he cannot what? Be my disciple. And whosoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Now, that word hate, if it was read in a contemporary language, it will be a negative word. You know, hate is a negative word, right? It's like it disgusts. It, like, it, it, it disgusts. Abby? Brother, sister, concern? It's worse than this. It's worse than this. Ah, ah. It's a strong word. It's a strong, it's a strong word. Strong. It's okay, it's okay. So, it's a negative word, and <laughs> let me now explain. That word it in the Greek, remember semantics, right? Remember semantics? That word it in the Greek is from the Greek word M I S E O. Sister Kozanio, yeah? <laughs> Mycel. Ah, try. M I S E O. It implies to detect, to detest, to persecute, but it also means to love less. To detest, to persecute, but it also means to love less. So this, so the need to interpret would always arise. 
Because the reader of the text now can just take that word literally and say, He does not eat. So you will not have to say, Look at that, look 24 now. He does not eat. You will not say, Daddy, I hate you. You know, you are about, about to get slapped. <laughs> I did not send you that one. Daddy, I say, Mommy, I hate you. Because the Bible says, He that does not eat his father and mother cannot be my disciple. So, Daddy, Mommy, I hate you. You know? If, if they were still paying your school fees, you know, that's all. <laughs> that, that, that's just all. That, that, that's all. You have gotten to the height of the whole matter. Though you have a problem before, you now want to sit down. Ah, you have finished, you have finished your course. <laughs> you have finished your course in that family. You have run the good race. <laughs> You have really fought your good fight of it. <laughs> so, the usage of that word eight is figurative because Jesus added the statement his whole life. That's why it says, He that ate not his father and mother and children and brethren, and his whole life is a very figurative statement. So, his whole life as part of what he must eat. So this, so this shows us that this shows us that he was not making a literal statement. So the preceding parable was captured from 20, verse 20 if you look at verse 28 to verse 33 of that place, he was talking about counting the cost. Counting that you counting the cost and everything. Of this counting the cost in following Jesus. So this will, so what he was saying there is about the service, uh, this, your service to the Lord and not hatred. That is, you your commitment to the cause of the gospel, how much you have counted the gospel as first, how much you have put the gospel first and you counted all, that, all your other lives as, as secondary. That's what he's talking about. Not that you should not tell your mother, I hate you. Ah. If, 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 you, if you go home and say that type of a statement, I will so deny it. You know, I will even be like Pilate. <laughs> my friend was telling me, <laughs> me and my friend Soji, <laughs> we had an issue going on, some, some, some issues we had to settle. So Soji said, Soji said to me, said, hey, why? Whoa, me and Pilate, I wash my hand off. I leave you to your mother. <laughs> you know what Pilate did now? You know, Pilate watched his hand and said, he's no more involved. So, he said, I wash my hand off this case and I leave you to your mother to settle alone. So, if you're going to do that type of thing, well, if they ever ask me, hey, why? I think he's the leader. Me? Me? I'll say, excuse me, do I know you? What's your name? <laughs> I, I know you not. <laughs> Depart from me. <laughs> All right. So, that's it, right? Now look at um. So that it could be better translated as the word prefer. So in a, if it was in a today's translation, like they want to reconstruct that word, what would they have done? They will use the word prefer. And you see what I explained the other time in the last two sections, and I said that I was explaining that translation issues and all of those things. You see that he was explaining the other time. Sorry, I think they, 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 they will translate it 
and to me prefer all of those things. So, preferring the gospel over and above the person mentioned. So, we have studied text, we have studied the reader, and now let's see the author. The author. How many of you enjoyed this so far? By way, we not it, right? It's not just, it's not like a normal, regular. Let's open Bible together. I feel, I feel, I feel. All right, let's see the reader. Oh, the author. Sorry, if you are following. All right, the author. Who is called the what? The encoder. The um the reader is called the what? Decoder. The, the author is called the what? The text is the code. The code. Why did I not trust some of you? The reader is called the what? Encoder. Ah, you see? You see? You see? You see? I just, I just knew, I just knew that I need to fish you out. The test is called the word. Code. The author is called the word. Decoder. <laughs> the reader is called the word. Decoder. Okay. Favor. The text is the word. The author is one is the one who communicates his thoughts to the reader via words. The encoder, the author, is the one who communicates his thoughts to the reader via words. He is the only one that fully understands what he intended to communicate. So the author is the is the main guy because he's the sheep man he's the one that knows what he's writing we are the ones finding out what the author is writing we are trying to decode are you start seeing it we are trying he's the encoder we are trying to decode from him we are trying to decode from the code hmm. yeah computer guru now yeah computer student right so you, you, are you feeling my terms the feeling that uh, the codes, the encoder, the and the decode. <laughs> All those rubbish courses. Don't punish them. Say whatever. Well, at least you are still writing notes now. That's why the money you are writing, you are making. <laughs> well, true, true. But we shall. It's not a rubbish course. <laughs> I will forgive you people, but those nurses and doctors, never. Never. Those ones will rot in hell. <laughs> Somebody listening. Sir, uh, you are using IT words. IT. Uh, we are just decoding. We just. We just let's borrow the town. Don't get offended, yeah? We just went. We, the only thing we can't borrow is all those they are rubbish and aesthetic rubbish. Uh, <laughs> what do we call it? COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen. Those are rubbish, man. 
let, let's just borrow some of these their terms and just code and encode and decode. After we drop it, probably one time we got we we'll, maybe we'll create our own words soon. Yeah. All the way, the author is the main guy. Is the main guy. It determines the meaning. The author determines the meaning. So he may not have control over the implication of the words that he used. It's just like saying, do you know that? Let me tell you something. How many of you, when you were in secondary school or high school or something, um, you wrote a letter and the, you wrote a love letter. Don't, don't lie. Don't lie. Brother Collins. You wrote to Sister Akipos. <laughs> so, I don't know if you wrote a love letter and your teacher caught you. Okay, let me tell you my own story. Let me tell you my own story. Since you want to form earlier than that, let me tell you my own story. One midnight, one good. Let me tell you my story. Should I even tell you? <laughs> I've not started. <laughs> okay, let me tell you. One good midnight, I was falling in love. You know, you know, you know. It's in the midnight. All those catching feelings to start. Start. Many of you notice. Don't lie. All of you that are dating, yeah. When you when the love got deep, was it not in the midnight? You would text it. No, no, not twelve. One. 1, 2 a.m. It's like that 2 a.m. There's something, there's, there's a power in the year in 2 a.m. <laughs> there's a spirit, there's a spirit in 2 a.m. Okay, let me tell you something. So, that, let me, this, is, this is my salvation story. And this is, this, is, this, this is how I got saved. This was in 2008 or 9. I think 9. I was secondary school then, and Secondary school, we mean high school in our town. In this, in so <laughs> translation issues, <laughs> we have to translate to high school. All right. So I was writing a love. Um, I was writing this love um, message, or love of episcopal, and I was just um, I was so in love. Uh, and you were translating my love into words. You see, you see, you're bringing the. I was, I was, I was encoding the code. Hey, oh, 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 oh. No, you cannot be using these terms in my class. You can't dare you. <laughs> Alright, so <laughs> I was writing this love letter and my mother caught me. <laughs> Africa mother. <laughs> and if you know my mother very well, <laughs> people like Polumika knows my mother well. <laughs> if you know my mother well, you know that that woman is another, is another vibe on her own. <laughs> she's, she's a whole mood. <laughs> <laughs> she's the, she's she's out she's a code a coder and a decoder. She's she's the thing. 
So my mother called me and listen, let me tell you how funny this was. I was writing this love letter, writing it, and as she came to the to the room, I was using this phone, Sajem. I don't remember this phone, Sajem. I was using Sajem. And Sajem is such a way that if you throw it on the if you throw it on the floor, right? The thing will break. The phone, the battery, everything is what those phones used to tie rubber band. You tie rubber band on the so it wasn't strong. So it's the God that just wanted to catch me, sharp. I just see it as today as I've grown, I just see it as God just wanted to catch me. So on the note, just throw the phone, bam, it will break. Everything, everything, the battery will come up, everything will go. This day, I do it two times. <laughs> ah! You know, let's say they open the door. What are you doing? Maybe mid in the midnight. You ought to be sleeping for school the next morning. What are you doing? You are pressing phone. You drop the phone on the floor. Bam! They did not fall down. Hey, go punish you. Pick it again. Before they come, you know they are walking towards you. What are you doing? What are you pressing? What are you, what are you typing? What is it? Ha! You drop it again. See ha! I'm finished. <laughs> My mother read it. <laughs> I was like, ah, Jesus. <laughs> you know, you know, I was reading something. <laughs> I was in one party on Sunday. I went for one party. Some of these Twitter, some of these Twitter guys organized. They were doing a birthday party for um for the girlfriend of somebody. So somebody, so the guy that, that is that is boyfriending the girlfriend <laughs> said, he said. The worst mistake he made was to the the mistake he made was to marry a Yoruba woman. He said because a Yoruba woman is such a way that is the whole vibe that they will just be driving on the car like this, and the she will just see something and say yeah. <laughs> he said they will not be driving on the. He said they will not be driving. He said the guy will just be driving and something and. Maybe somebody, maybe somebody is just walking across. She say, "Yeah, Jesus, oh!" And the, the guy was up there. Ah, what happened? You see, see this thing. Ha! Huh? So that's why you shouted this way and gave me attack. Is that true for all of you women? All of you Yoruba women? I know for that one, it's sure for Pelu. Pelu, Pelu, Pelu can shout for Africa. Anyway, my mother she make that sign, and the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> I won't continue. You can decode it. <laughs> you can decode it. <laughs> so, it was only me. So, you don't have to take my tongue. It was only me that know the intention of what I was writing. <laughs> Are you getting where I was where I'm coming from now? <laughs> Only me know the content of my message. Only me know the audience who will read it. <laughs> but but I did not foresee the intended audience. <laughs> oh, are you seeing are you seeing Bible Aeronautics? <laughs> <laughs> I did not foresee that the principalities of power will read it. <laughs> Actually, the audience were many. Because <laughs> the audience moved gradually from my room. <laughs> 
my dad. Eh? Ah. He got to school. That's the thing, Yoruba women. Fear them. <laughs> he got to school. Half of my teachers read it. Eh? Half of. <laughs> I'm telling you. To the audience that I know in my heart. Only the author can fully understand the epignosis of, <laughs> of the code. Oh. <laughs> Are you getting this? So the audience misinterpreted my, my code. That is how people misinterpret the scriptures today. <laughs> Does it make sense to you? People? And coders misinterpreted the code. And because it was my code. And you could not control the implication. I could not control the implication. Oh. Oh. Are you see, is my point not making sense to you now? <laughs> With my story. <laughs> so that means that my long story was to explain my way with nothing. Ah, ah, life. Oh my god. <laughs> Do you get it now? So, they misinterpreted my code. Ah, pain. And that was how they broke the relationship. No, but you know. We are still stubborn. Those type of things used to used to give you Bible. You know you were still young, they used to give you Bible. We die here. We are being persecuted for not forsaking. You need to give you Bible. Persecuted but not forsaking. We die in this love. Let's if they cannot allow us to communicate, we have other means to do it. <laughs> oh my god. So I know broccolis can feel my pain. He knows, he knows what I'm saying. Broccolis, I know broccoli is broccoli is deepening the code. <laughs> anyway, let's continue. So the author. So we are still the author. Let's continue. So we are still the author, and I say it may not have control over the implication of the words. So those words I type in my own code, I didn't know that it would put me a problem. <laughs> but my only, only my own audience who will decode it, you know, I was writing the code for the decoder to decode. I was encoding the code for the decoder to code, to decode it. Not knowing that principalities have powers. <laughs> I'm sure my mother listening to this message. I said, so you said, you, you so principality have power. <laughs> Not knowing that principalities have power. Add their own implication. Just imagine you're saying, you are the love of my life at that time. Eh? When Jesus is supposed to be the love of your life, <laughs> you know, you have better your own. <laughs> However, so, he cannot control the implication. So, The implication is wider. This is the safest the writer alone can give meaning to what the writer says. The writer has to give meaning to what the writer says. So, when you are reading a text, 
you are reading the intent of the writer. Is it making sense to you now? Because you don't want to take the writer out of context. So anytime you encounter the scripture, what are you trying to do? You are trying to decode. Does it make sense? You are trying to decode what the writer is saying. So without your decoding means to have your own opinion? No. It's just like when I was writing my own code. <coughs> Would my audience have our own opinion? No. Do you know when you read a code like that, you are just in the awe of the code. They're like, oh, well, let me can release because <laughs> I'm sure some of the some of the codes that she got via mail. You think I don't remember? Your secret is about to be exposed. <laughs> she got some codes via mail. She read it and kept it. I remember she kept it. She, kept, she even put it in the middle of her Bible. Imagine. It's iniquity. Putting like darkness is highlight. <laughs> <laughs> she, 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 the way she doesn't tell the Bible those times. You wonder, ah, sister, calm down. <laughs> Just because of a code. I'm sure that when she read the code, she would, she would not have... She will read with the mindset of the writer. <laughs> she cannot have her own opinion. <laughs> she can't put her own mindset. It's just like one day I was testing somebody. My sister used to still use this thing to make jest of me. And the person said, you don't even know me already. And you're judging me. <laughs> that was what the person said. Just because we could not decode. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that one problem people have, even on in this normal head, and and this is something you should try and work on on yourself. I've tried, I, I try to work on it on myself. Do you know that there's a barrier in texting, in texting in the font, in the process of you people are not might not be on the same page. Do you know that is there's one barrier in texting? And this is why I tell people in relationships, if you are te te texting too much, try and, try and call, do you get it? And talk. Because when you text too much, the person may be saying something, you might be reading it in another way. And the person might not be bringing fight, but you, fight is already coming up in your own mind. Are you seeing, are you seeing a problem somewhere? So, you will have to read with the intention. And you know the funniest thing? is because you already have a mindset. Are you getting it? Do you know that one of the reasons why you people fight over text is because you already have a mindset or something? A thought has developed in your heart. What if the guy is already doing this? Ah, this is not a relationship seminar now. This Bible and this Bible reality class. Anyway, but it's useful. You're not wondering why is this guy doing this? What's what's his problem? So when you now go and say something related to him, say, ah, hey, I catch him. You see, you are no more reading in his interpretation again. You are now reading with your mind. Does it make sense to you? Does it make sense? Huh? Yes, All of you are deepening it now. Say, mm, my relationship. Calm down. Let's focus. Keep, say, say, maintain your passion. Maintain your passion. <laughs> All right. The author. So, he cannot control the implication. So, the... So... <clears throat> So the author is the one who primarily owes the meaning of the text. 
And in a poor view, in a wider poor view, right, the implication here is that the author in the long run may not have the control of what he has said. It's just like Jesus now saying, Oh fool, slow of heart to believe. You know, Jesus did not know the implication of what he has said. You know, today now, somebody will say, I call you fool. Jesus even call people fool. You know, people will now use that as an insult today now. Jesus not foreseen the intention of the, the wider implication of what he has said. You know, some people will just say, fools is a spiritual word. So that's just you are a fool. And you know, and they are indirectly insulting you. They'll say, we are, I call you a fool because it is scriptural. Because Jesus called the people fool. But if we now check this word Jesus was saying, was that what it meant? No. It doesn't make any sense to you. Is it making sense to you? It does. So what are the norms of language? The text? What are the norms of language? I think I should try and see where I can stop very soon. <clears throat> what are the norms of language? The text? How is the intent of the writer communicated? Mm -hmm. What are the norms of language? What are the norms of language? The text. How is the intent of the writer communicated for the intended recipient? <laughs> I know people. <laughs> if the whole world did not get it, people that is a metaphor used as a good. We still. <laughs> All right. The text. How is the intent of the writer communicated for the intended recipient? How is the intent of the writer communicated for the intended recipient? How is the intent of the writer communicated for the intended recipient? That's the text. The reader. The reader must <clears throat> differentiate or decipher the literary form. He needs to ascertain the author's meaning, the use of symbols. He must look for the significance. The reader. He must decipher the literary meaning or the literary form. He needs to ascertain the author's meaning and the use of symbols. He must look for the significance. The reader must always look at the implication and significance of a statement. I will come again. The reader. The reader must decipher the literary form. He needs to ascertain the author's meaning and use of symbols. He, used to, he needs to ascertain the author's meaning and use of symbols. He must look for significance. The reader must always look at the implication and significance of a statement. You know, even as a preacher, right, <clears throat> of the gospel, it's just like one thing I said in, is it track one, or the first session today now, that we still have to edit out of the message before it comes out publicly. You don't know, if, if somebody hears such a statement now, you know, that's, I don't know the implication of what I'm saying. Now I'm live. 
people are listening i don't know how far where what this what i'm saying now will go to and who will misquote and disquote and or quote me now <laughs> you will have to be careful with your words so as you are reading the scriptures as you are being taught you have to know so when you communicate these things what are the implications that's why you can't rush you can't rush messages you can't rush teaching people you can't rush explaining to people just imagine i want to pour down everything i know to you people today on bible hermeneutics i'm going to kill you i don't know the implication i'm going to know the implication of there are many things i even want to say now even in this bible hermeneutics that i'm holding back there are just so many things i want to explain i i, I wanted to explain some things to you about the new testament but i'm just holding back because i don't know the implication so it's just like some statements used even as you are reading think okay this is like people say so a seed did they know the implication of what they are saying are you getting what i'm saying so the reader must make a universal application of a local statement you know like somebody saying if you do not tight or if you know, no, 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 let me use tight. I'm not against giving, like you people know. Me, I, I, I will always let you. I'm not against giving. You already, you already know that one by now. But it's just like saying, if you did not give, you can't be prosperous. That has debunked, and your mouth has debunked that to us. And your is an African. Hope you know. South African based, born, sorry, South African father. So if you want to say generational poor, because I, I once heard a preacher, and I don't want to mention name, say if you are a black man, that should, he said, if you look, if you wake up in the, in the morning and look in the mirror and see that you're a black man, it shows you have a problem. Really? You know, he did not know the implication of what he's saying. Elon Musk is a black man. South African, but is the richest today. South African born. Yeah, you can do the research. Google it. He is an African. So, you want to tell me that if you do not give, God will not make your way prosperous or things will be tight for you. You know, they are not checking the implications of what they are saying. There are implications to it. But so that will now make atheists or people who want to fault the scripture or who want to fault Christianity have a point. You know, that some useful, useless people now have already started putting it on Twitter now or, or online say, You still want to sow um, first, first fruit this January? Elon Musk did not sow any first fruit. He's richer than you sowing the first fruit. You know? Is 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 making things make is making things more ridiculous. Am I against sowing your first fruit? No. Did I say you should sow? No. Did I say you should not sow? No. <laughs> because if you quote me, I will misquote you. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? So people don't know or check the implication of what they say. They don't. They don't, they don't check it. 
Elliot mocks. Ah, when I saw the money, I felt God, God of money. Where are you? Answer your song. Where are you? This Bitcoin. 40,000. <laughs> Let's continue. Bitcoin. 41,000 dollars. Do you know how much I would have made by now? If I've invested since. Just imagine I've been invested since last year. I've just been putting maybe 10, 10 dollars. The devil is a liar. Before that, he reached 100,000. We died here in this Bitcoin. Anyway, let's move on. So, like I said, the reader. Now, the author, again. Don't forget, we are studying the what are the norms of language. And I've said the text, the reader, and what the author now. The author must employ the use of different styles of writing. The author must employ the use of different styles of writing to, ascert to ascertain the possible implication of his work. He must employ the use of different styles of writing to ascertain the possible implication of his work. Is there a possibility his work can be misconstructed based on other probable meaning of words passed across? There's a possibility. Because what he wrote can be misconstructed. Just the same way I wrote my own code. Principalities and power. Misconstructed it for me. Are you getting this? I know colleagues will get this. I know. He asked. He asked. Or probably he's planning to write a code. He's, maybe he has written a code or he's planning to write a code. Don't worry. Whoever you, you are coding, may the person apply. May the person accept your code in Jesus' name. Amen. Ah, you don't say amen. <laughs> All right. significance of a statement. So the significance here is what we ascertain as the significance of a statement or the author is universal. Anyway, the author. The author must employ the use of different styles of writing as well as ascertain the possible implication of his work. 
It's just like Moses, right? The author of Genesis. You know when he was writing about the Garden of Eden? You know how much that, that, that has been misconstructed today? You know, even Moses, the Genesis has been misconstructed. Should I tell you? Should I hold this back? Should I hold this back? Should I? Let me tell you. Let me tell you. You know Genesis, right? How many of you have encountered people to think that Genesis, if you want to understand how the world started, the creation of the world, you will read Genesis? How many of you have thought like that before? No, it's not so. Moses was not writing how the world started. If you want to know how the world started, go and study geography. Go and study which other anthropology. No, but don't, don't believe their hip story. We did not look, we did not fall from it. No. <laughs> now listen. Listen. Genesis is not about that. Genesis was a, a figure of speech using the creation story to explain something. We'll get there. What's the explaining? Let me start from Genesis 1. Papa, let me talk. Let's start with Genesis 1. In Genesis 1 verse 1, it says, In the beginning was the word. Uh, sorry, no, that's John 1 verse 1. In the beginning, God created heaven and earth. Now, that was not the intent of Moses in writing that statement. In the beginning, God created heaven and earth. It's not for you to be thinking, Oh, one day, everywhere was just dark. God just came out and was it? Up Nepal. That's not what he was doing. You know, the next verse now says, The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. You know, in your own mental picture, your own picture, you just figure, Wow, there was one day everywhere was just dark. Somebody just came out of the waters and just speak, Let there be light. Everywhere just bam, 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 bam. Everywhere just does like, Ah. Brother, no. He was talking about the creation story. Actually, the creation story is an image or a figure of speech of the new creature. Ah, this is a teaching I will teach you years to come. Is it is a figure of speech or a teaching? The creation story actually mirrors the new creation. When it says, let there be light, was it talking about a physical light? No. It was talking about Christ, right? It was talking about the light of the gospel. If you read 2 Corinthians 4, where it says, if our gospel be hid, it is it to them that are lost. You know, the God of this one has blinded them that believe. It now says, and God has set forth, desire, shine the darkness, I'll turn light into the dark places, or something, into the darkness, or something like that. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 3 to, you will see this in 2 Corinthians 4, verse 3 to 6. So, when he now says, and let us make man in our own image, we've explained this over and over again, that the image is not you. Do you look like God? Check yourself in the mirror now. <laughs> I'm God-like. Uh -uh. Check yourself in the mirror. <laughs> Don't you look like your mother or your father? Are you getting this? So, he was not talking about that. Now, but you know, a lot of people just take it without understanding the intent of the writer. What is Moses trying to teach the children of Israel? Why do you think he leads the progression straight to the Garden of Eden? You know, I've always told you that that Garden of Eden is not real. Or it was real. It's just like the way, what's the big city today? Dubai. Let's use Dubai. Dubai is one tourist, very big tourist attraction. 
It's just like saying, I want to explain heaven. Or I want to explain a paradise. I want to explain to you how beautiful this earth is. And I use Dubai to explain. He has an audience, an unbelieving Jew as audience. Are you getting this? So you see, we have to check the audience. We have to check the intent of the writer. What's he explaining? Then he used serpent. Till tomorrow, people will say snake is to talk. How? They say, then God not cursed him. Then his belly not came down. Then he not, ah, ah. Revelation 12, verse 9. The old serpent called the dragon, called the devil. He was the one speaking. Moses only used an imagery of a serpent to explain to them. That is why all through the scriptures, the serpent was not used as a good description. So that shows Moses used their culture. So that shows in the culture of the Jews, serpent will mean something that, was, that is despised. He used their culture, something to explain to them. Then he used gardens, trees. Probably in their, almost all their places were wilderness. Imagine they're in the wilderness. So what will he use to explain to people who are in the wilderness about a good place? Gardens, trees, something beautiful. People that are, people that are looking for water inside wilderness. How will they understand basic amenities of life? Have you seen his audience? Then today, people will not say, ah. Uh, <laughs> Most, they'll say, um, Eve ate apple. Eve? You know, some people now, how many of you have seen a philosophy that I, I, I ate this philosophy very late as a Christian? That the real sin of Adam and Eve is not that they, they say it was sex. How many of you have heard it? Ah. You put, you put, I used to tell you, you do evangelism. You don't say a word. <laughs> you reach out. You hear all of these things. I, as I heard that in Minotics, ah, I said, eh? <laughs> ah. They say, no, the reason is not... This, the, I think the, it was in a marriage seminar. I heard that. They said the reason is not that Adam. He said because the Bible says they were naked. What do you think they did while naked? Ah, ah, brother, is your mind is corrupted? Iniquity. <laughs> because it is a corrupted mind that will read the scripture corruptly. Are you getting this? A corrupted mind will read the scripture corruptly. Somebody that is looking for Bitcoin will read the scripture in Bitcoin. <laughs> are you getting this that's how it works are you seeing how the scripture is being constructed now so now the author Moses let, let, let me give you another example um, I've given you Moses now let me give you David okay let's, let's use David David said in sin, in iniquity, did my mother um, concede me till tomorrow. So who will say, we are born sinners. Ah, David was writing his own experience. Who is his father? Solomon. How will he? <laughs> no, not Solomon. Jesse. Jesse was his father. And the iniquities of his household, he knew. 
that you know history made us history added to say that David was not you know when they came to choose David when Samuel came to anoint David David was in the field alone and the other brothers was alone just because it was as though David was being despised and because his mother it, it history history some part of history added to be that the real mother of David that Jesse married two wives. That the real mother of David is not the real mother of the other seven brothers who were at home. That that's why Joseph David was mostly alone in the bush because they segregated him. So now, when David was to write his own story and say, In iniquity did my mother conceive me, he was writing his own experience. Not for you. You, your own mother, she was fasting and praying. She did not conceive you in iniquity. <laughs> I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Me, oh, I know my own mother did not conceive me in iniquity because she gave birth to me in church. <laughs> With prayer and fasting. This guy must be a boy. He must be a boy. Ah, that cannot be iniquity. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? But today, people are taking that scripture and run with that scripture and say, Today, iniquity did our mother conceive us. Brethren, 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 let's ask God for forgiveness. You cannot be holy. Your mother gave birth to you in sin. My own mother did not give birth to me in sin. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, all of those words have been miscommunicated. Let's see something and let's stop with this. Then we'll examine some other things next week. Look at vocabulary of interpretation. Vocabulary of interpretation. Let's just see two out of it. Meaning and implication. What does it mean? Vocabulary of interpretation. We'll just see this and we'll stop here and pick it up next week. Vocabulary of interpretation. We'll just see this and we'll stop here. I'll pick it up next week. I'm sure your minds are wide open now. Your minds are stretching, right? On the scriptures. You understand the scriptures more. You, your mind can think. So when you carry your Bible now, you know what to do. You, are, you know how to think. How many of you, when you carry your Bible now from today, you know how to think? You know that, oh, what's the intention of this guy? What's he right? So what are you decoding? You are decoding the writer. You're trying to okay, get what's the right here. So that's why you cannot read a verse and run with it. Those, because you will misconstructing. Don't forget, verses and chapters were added years ago. It wasn't in the original manuscript. So they wrote a long thing. So if you just start reading with just one text and say, in Cindy, my mother, and, and you did not read it well, you know you will misconstruct the writer. Okay, it's just like saying you write a code. You know the code I'm saying. Mm. Mm. Bro, code they say. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you write the code, and you wrote those that love letter, and in, in that side of the love letter you said, "I'm having sleepless nights because I love you." <laughs> Look at that, but you will rose up. But Louis suddenly is missing the husband. Don't worry. <laughs> you don't, let's say one line in that place is, I have sleep. I'm just having sleepless lines because of your love. I can't think straight because of your love. <laughs> bro, bro, colleagues, are you sure everything is. Are you sure you're actually thinking straight? 
Salvation period. Just <laughs> mm, okay. All right. So <laughs> because don't. So just imagine you're saying, I can't think straight because of your love. Your love is even confusing me. <laughs> because of you, I'm having sleepless night, and the person you're writing the code to. Cannot decode. <laughs> <laughs> the person that say, <laughs> the person that say, ha, he, you can't see straight. He, let's go to the hospital. Let's, you know, <laughs> it is minus fifty plus. <laughs> it's as though you are. You will say, what did we carry? What did we throw? <laughs> you know, it will not be problem. What did we carry? What did we throw? <laughs> See, you know that's when you start doing that. Ah, it's like my love is having K leg. <laughs> because if the person cannot decode you and say, the person call you, maybe the person is to read it. Instead for the person to say, oh, oh, he poked me. <laughs> you poked my heart with this message. You, you now call the person and say, ha! Ah! Ah, I've already called the doctor already. Ah, eh? You, are you sure you're okay? Are you cheeky straight? Hey, hey, maybe we should even see a Takashi Kazuta. He say, ah, bro, sister, calm down. Somebody cannot play with you. You know, that is the person misunderstanding you by just taking a line. So the person did not see your love. Dear, the person just say, I can't think straight. And the person ran with it. <laughs> are you seeing it now? That is how people do the scripture. They say, somebody said, um, pray for your enemies. The Bible, he said, <laughs> you know, some people are just dishonest. So a preacher said, the Bible says, Jesus, said, Jesus said we should pray for the enemies. But did Jesus give you prayer point? <laughs> some people, <laughs> some people are just dishonest. You, you, you want to tell me, you want to read the whole Matthew 5. And not tell me what Jesus will ask you to pray for your enemies about. When the next place, he will tell them, bless those who curse you. You still don't know what to pray about. How are you getting what I'm saying? So people are just dishonest. Just speaking the scriptures out of context. He says, so, so this is what the preacher has said. So, we have prayer to pray. And the member said, hmm, they should flog they deserve, those members deserve that kind of pastor. <laughs> anyway, I do not plan to come and shame anybody here. I'm just explaining these scriptures. Oh, anyway, vocabulary of interpretations. Vocabulary of interpretation. Meaning. This will refer to number one. Vocabulary of interpretation, number one, meaning. This will refer to a pattern. 
or intended meaning that the author this will refer to a pattern or intended meaning that the author is transmitting in the text he presented this will refer to a pattern or intended meaning that the author is transmitting in the text he presented in his communications there are always conscious thoughts the author says which can be seen as literal meaning of words that is may be constructed in this absence so let me just explain this to you the vocabulary of interpretation number one meaning it refers to a pattern or intended meaning the author is transmitting in the text he presented <clears throat> now what is the you have to think what's the writer's what's the author's thought just as the way you write your code to your babe you know that your babe or your sugar or your pie or i don't know why people call this a honey pie or sugar pie or meat pie I, I, do you want to eat the person <laughs> or cupcake or cupcake please me i need cupcake that I can eat not not human being <clears throat> we are in the spirit we know what we are saying they don't understand <laughs> they will never know <laughs> what that means to you <laughs> so implication let me explain implication and we'll wrap up today implication they are always conscious thoughts the author says which can be seen in the literal meaning of word they are always conscious thoughts the author says i'm still explaining meaning now they are always conscious thoughts the author says which can be seen in the literal meaning of words number 2 implication in interpretation there is also the implication of words like i've always explained implication is the meaning in a text of which the author when speaking was not aware implication is the meaning in a text of which the author when speaking was not aware you know you were not aware when you were writing I'm not okay because of your love. You are just writing it because you expect the the encoder, the decoder to decode. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, implication is the meaning in which the text of which the author, when speaking, is not aware. However, it legitimately falls within the pattern of the meaning he was saying. And I will give you examples of this next week. We'll, 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 I will pick up, we'll start from this vocabulary of interpretation next week. And we'll examine meanings like examples. And we'll see, we'll see the literal meaning. We'll see the implications. 
we'll see we'll see literal meanings we'll see the implications and we'll see we'll see we'll, we'll start with um circumcision what's the literal meaning what's the implication we'll see something like that statement only kiss i don't know if you have always wondered what's the literal meaning what's the implication <laughs> where it says um, kiss your brother with the only kiss i know some people will say mm. We'll study all of those things and we'll see. So, remember what I've said today, that there is the text, there is the reader, and there is the author. I invite you, this literally falls within, falls within the pattern of the meaning he was saying. It falls within the pattern of the meaning he was saying. So, we'll continue from this point next week and I'll give you explanations and I will explain to you the text, how texts are used, what's happening, uh, and what's not happening. So, now, you see the code? The code is the what? The text. The author is the what? Encoder. And the reader is the what? So when you want to read the scriptures, what are you doing? You are decoding from who? From the encoder. So what is your mind game when you are reading? What's the intent of this writer? You are seeking your head to understand what the writer is saying. The writer cannot be saying something in one verse. Are you getting what I'm saying? The writer... You cannot understand the writer's intention, you know, just verse 1. You will have to read it all. Does it make sense to you? It's not like saying you want to understand your love, your love text message. You can't understand your love text message in one line. How many of you know that sometimes you first come from the back to first see that part of I love you to see whether it's not a breakup text message? <laughs> How many of you used to do that? You first read from the back to check whether there's I love you there to see whether it's not a breakup message. <laughs> anyway, so you see, you have to seek to understand the intent of the writing. Does it make sense to everybody? Yes, sir. You sure about that? Okay. Alright, let's be on our feet. Lift your hands and just bless him. Lift your hands and just bless him. Lift your hands and just bless him.